Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Listeners, Remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe dot co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro dot co slash clink hi and welcome to housewives of true crime welcome welcome i am tabitha Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. So, what's up? You look nice. <gasps> oh. Why do you look so nice? Well, I'm going to Vegas. You got a little extra something going on. Do I? It's lip gloss. Yeah. It's lip gloss. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. And I'm For going. Me, or did you go somewhere special? No, I'm going to Vegas tonight. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I thought since we're recording, I can just put a little extra so I don't have to do anything when oh, I get yeah. to Vegas. I like you know? to do that. I like to arrive on the scene full made up. In Vegas, you have to. Yeah, you have to. You don't want to be walking through the casino like a smug, you know? No. So, no. and we're, we land at like 10 o'clock at night. So it's full force right when we get there. Oh, right on. Yeah. Rock star. We are actually have no plans. This is the first week in all summer we have no plans. I know. It's a glorious thing, but you know, we're fucking sick. Dude, how are you sick again? <laughs> I thought you were better. I think we're on the up, but I mean, we're definitely like not going to be socializing, like yeah. keeping the distance. You know, if you have like the littlest cough right now, it's like, yeah, plague, totally. COVID. Oh, you know what? I did my makeup and I just remembered they put the mask mandate back in Vegas. Oh, yeah. I, I got the email the from the school that the kids will be masked at school in California. Yeah. My friend <sighs> I talked to today, she's from Orange County. She's like, no way, not Orange County. Like, yeah. yep. But, you know, I'm OK with it as long as they get to go back. Yeah. I am so over this shit. <laughs> I never want to homeschool again. Not my jam. Um. I think my kids are in for a rude awakening. I got a little taste of that, actually. They've been going to swim lessons, and their swim teacher is, like, kind of a hard ass, mm -hmm. which you'd think that I would be like, oh, don't be such a hard ass. But I'm like, no, give it to him, sister. Give it to him. She talks to them like, why aren't you, why aren't you listening? <laughs> Hello? Your, your arm is bent. I keep telling you. You keep, you know? Yeah. I'm, like, cracking up. I think it's that's good. how I talk to them. Yeah, it's good. I think uh, my girlfriend took her kids to swim lessons. Or was it you? Who? No, it was Sally. She took her kid to swim lessons. And I guess she didn't fill out the paperwork. She didn't read through the email. By the way, she has four kids. So like, I think it's a good she just got her two-year-old swim yeah. lessons. Yeah. And the lady was like, sorry, no swim for you today. You didn't do what I said. I'm like. Oh, I would have had, I would have been like, you're going to give my kids swim lessons. Really? So yeah. she straight like kicked the kid out of the swim? Yep. No, this lady's not like that hardcore, but it does make the kids listen. And they are improving. It's working. I mean, she's not mean, right. but she's not messing around. I like that. I think it's a good balance. I think that yeah. is also really good for a teacher, too, in school, you know, then because you got those pushover teachers that, then they're just coming to you like, oh, your kid's not listening or your kid's not doing this. And it's like, handle the business. Take over your class. Like, oh, you no. do you. You got to. Yeah. You got to take some control, especially with 30 little munchkins running around. Yeah. I'm just saying my concern about going back to school is that my kids are they've had too much freedom. <laughs> they have had a lot of freedom. <laughs> so uh, we're trying to rein it in here. We got a new couch. Okay, they can't came with a lot it. of rules. I, I, I know. You said, nope, new rule. Cannot eat on the couch. No eating on the couch, you know? And I mean, I mean business. I had to chat with the husband. Like, okay, we cannot send these kids back to school being the freaking wild animals that they are. Mm, like you're, So let's uh, start making some rules around here. Wild, wild country. That reminds me of your bonus crime you just oh my did God. last yeah, week. So if wild, you guys want to hear about it. Head to patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. And Gretchen did a good one about um, bong wash. 
<laughs> Taff calls him Bongwash. Bagwan. His name is Bagwan, yeah. but it sounds like Bongwash. Bongwash is good, right? <laughs> oh, my uh, God, Taffy. I'm sure they were doing some of that. Yeah. Right? Okay. Well, I have a story about wild, wild horses. Do you want to hear it? Yes. I love that song, by the way. Okay. Oh, my God. So good, right? Yes. Okay. Give it yeah. to me. Okay. Okay. Okay, Tab. Today's case is brought to us by listener suggestion. But they asked me not to mention their name. So, hey, listener, you know who you are. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Okay. This case takes place out of Dixon, Illinois. Dixon's claim to fame is for being the hometown of former President Ronald Reagan. No way. Ronnie. Before so he... Alex P. Keaton, oh. that's what I think of when I think uh-huh. of Ronald Reagan. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, I love who, Michael J. Fox. Who did not love Ronald Reagan? Well, who didn't? I think a lot of people didn't love um, Ronald Reagan. He's a big thing about Social Security and him. But who? Oh. everybody loves Michael J. Fox. Well, everybody loves Michael J. Fox. But I thought right? he's, you know, he's a very loved president. Yeah. Doesn't, uh, I don't I mean, know about the I think it's debatable. Okay. Okay. Okay, well, I mean, I loved him. Listen, but, but I, you know, I was born I right think around the time. Politics that, is our jam. It isn't. I'm just saying I was born around no. the same time, and there's a Ronald Reagan Museum right by where I lived. So just for kinda, real, you know. there is. I mean, yeah, he used to eat in Santa Barbara, which is my old hood. They've got pictures of him up. Yeah, I, I, it's a thing. It's a I thing. thought he was pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I found my dream home in Dixon. Illinois on 10 acres with two barns and a pool for $940,000. Wow, that's amazing. But you do know it's cold as heck up there in the winter. Okay, that might be the downfall. But for around $350,000, you can still buy a very nice home. I mean, this was like my dream home. Okay. Okay. Okay, it's a town of about Mm $15,000. Okay, not big. It's it's got a cute little downtown. I could I could live there. Might freeze, but I could live there. Okay? Okay. Especially if I had horses like Miss Rita Crundwell did. I certainly don't need as many as Rita though. She owned more than 300. Oh my god, that sounds expensive. Oh my gosh, she got to owning so many that she had to keep some of them at her boyfriend's place about an hour away in Beloit, Wisconsin. Yeah, it does sound expensive, right? I love horses. I had just started taking lessons before I had kids. (laughs) You know, someday I want to get back into it. Yeah, when you're retired. You know, that is, I do always say that, don't I? Like, I want to get, I want a horse ride. You can come here. There's lots of horses around here. Yeah, there's horses around here, too. Okay. Okay. Okay, well, Rita was into quarter horses. Quarter horses was a new term to me. So let me explain. It's a specific breed of horse that is very popular. Quarter horses are used as show horses, race horses, and rodeo horses. They are fast and very agile. So uh, people love them. I read you can buy a quarter horse for $2,500 to $10,000, but a stallion could run you $100,000 on up, up and up and up and up and up. So, you know, quite the range. Yeah. But quarter horses can be 
very pricey. From what I gather, there is money to be made showing horses. But I think for the most part, it is mostly an expensive hobby for the people that do it. It's like a lot of bragging rights within their horse circle buddies, you know? Hmm. The whole horse world is a thing. Okay. I found so many horse forms and magazines when I was researching this. It all reminds me of that movie, Let's Give Them Something to Talk About with Dennis Quaid. I don't think I ever saw it. Oh, my God. It is when Dennis Quaid was in his prime. He was so hot. It was right around the time <laughs> we actually ran into him in Vegas. Do you remember yes, that? Yes, I remember that. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. he was very nice to us. Yes, he was very nice yeah, to he us. Was. Who okay. wouldn't be? We were like 20-something. Cute. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. We were one with a bunch of idiots, though. Totally. So. We <laughs> what are you going to do? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Move on. Well, That's anyways, what we were going to do. It's a great movie. I recommend. Okay. So Miss Rita with the 300 quarter horses in 2011 is... A bit of a fancy pants, as you can imagine. She was quite the big deal in horse circles. She won titles all the time. She has like this room of her trophies. She had been showing horses since 1978 as a humble young woman at the age of 25. And in 2012, at 55, she rolled up on the scene in a motor coach fit. For a rock star that costs over $2 million. Where is she getting this money? Well, that's kind of the whole point of the case, Taps. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's talk about that. She now owned 10 hand-painted horse trailers that had flat-screen TVs, stand-up showers. What? Microwave ovens in them. The horse freaking horse trailers, right? She wore furs and all of the top of the line Western wear. Oh, my God. I need to see this woman. I can just I can picture her in my mind right now. Oh, yeah. Listen, that Western wear does not come cheap. You can oh. spend some serious dollars on Western bling. I read an article in Chicago magazine where a fellow horse competitor was explaining what it was like when Rita rolled in. She says she was a showstopper. All on her own, even without the horses, she said. I went to look at a couple of the blouses she wore. The ones, the used ones, were $1,800 <gasps> a pop, and Rita did not wear used. I thought, gadzooks. <laughs> That's what you the said, lady gadzooks? said. I just love the gadzooks part. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that, that wasn't your made-up word? <laughs> no, that was a legit quote. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so she's fancy pants. Rita is fancy pants. Yeah, Rita's fancy pants. Okay, side note, Rita is an attractive lady, very fit, blonde hair, but it doesn't appear that she spent a dime on Botox. And you can tell she spent a lot of time in the sun. I'm just saying, if you have the money, Botox before blouses. Well, clearly, if you're spending at least $2,000 on a blouse, you can spend 400 bucks on 500 Botox. 500 on Botox? Um, yeah. Let me tell you, just side note, I just mm -hmm. think it's 
ironic her name is Rita. Oh, because I have yeah. a feeling it has something to do with some moolah. Someone being a liar mm-hmm. that takes people's money. Yeah. Yeah. I, we, yeah. We know a Rita like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. Rita's, this Rita Crundwell's backstory is she had grown up in Dixon on her family farm and her mother showed horses as a hobby. Rita was a bright student and started working for the city of Dixon while she was still in high school. They had like a work-study program. Mm -hmm. And she just continued on working for the city for all these years. She had worked her way up from secretary to the city comptroller, which I didn't know what a city comptroller was. Is it controller? No, comptroller. Oh. What is that? What that means, a comptroller supervises expenditures. Kind of like a treasurer, like the head treasurer, HBIC sure treasurer. A controller? Because a controller. Hip. <laughs> it's not a controller. <laughs> a controller okay. is like a finance person. I know what also. a fucking controller is. It's a comptroller. Okay. <laughs> okay. Comptroller. I mean, okay. never heard As of that. As a comptroller, you sure it's not a comptroller? A... <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I mean, no. Come on. <laughs> she. Although she did breed horses, so she was in control of a lot of cum. Okay. I, Just I knew it. Okay. Okay. As a comptroller, she made a respectable income of around $80,000 in 2011. Rita had been married once from 1974 to 1986 to one Jerry Crundwell. They never had any children. When the couple split, Rita got the house valued at $80,000 and her six-year-old Oldsmobile Cutlass, and he got to keep his truck. So I tell you this because we know she's not making that much money. Millions. At her position at the city. Right. You know, clearly she didn't clean up in her divorce. So the question really is, how did Rita get so rich? Mm-hmm. Was her quarter horse breeding and showing that profitable? Well, maybe. I mean, she did win hundreds of thousands of dollars in prize money. But the thing is, people that understand a lot more than we do about how the horse business works assumed she must have come from old money because the upkeep for all those horses is a lot. Yeah, It's a lot for people with lots of money to keep up with. There was a rumor floating around the horse crowd that her family were early investors in Campbell Soup. That would yeah, do something for you. That would do something, right? But it still kind of begs the question, one way or another, Rita clearly has a lot of money. So why hang on to that job at the city? Yeah. Who wants to be buried in bookkeeping paperwork when you could be playing with horses? I mean... Why was it that Rita, who was as flashy as they come on the horse circuit, showing up at her city job for 30 years, modestly dressed, and driving an old truck to work when she had a fleet of F-650s at her ranch? Okay. Do you know what an F-650 is, Tab? Well, listen, I don't think I've seen one. I can imagine how big it is because I've seen like an F-250. 
Both of our husbands are fans of trucks. This is, I had to look it up. Yeah. It's a whole lot better than anything they have. No way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Rita's taking city money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Rita's got her hands in lots of different Her being flashy on the horse circuit and modest at her city job, it, it doesn't ding, ding, ding. It doesn't make sense unless perhaps you are hanging on to your city job because you are using it as a way to commit the biggest municipal fraud in history to the tune of embezzling $53 million over the course of 20 years to fund your fancy horses and your Western bling. Oh, my goodness gracious. That is a lot of money to embezzle. (laughs) It's the biggest municipal fraud in history. Wow. How did they not catch that? Well, I'm going to tell you. Okay, thanks. So over the course of 20 years of Rita's 30-year career at the city, she stole millions from the small town of Dixon, and this is how she did it. The city had six different accounts at Fifth Third Bank. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're a big bank. Have you heard of them? No. I have. I used to have a car payment to them. <laughs> Actually overpaid. <laughs> I, I I overpaid my loan and that damn bank still owes me $30. I'm surprised they didn't send you a check for that. Yeah. They're, I mean, I don't know if I have to say like allegedly, but I would say their customer service blows because I'm the bitch that follows up on that shit. You are. You're so good at that. <laughs> Yeah, I am. So, yeah. Six different accounts at Fifth Third Bank. These were all legit accounts with city funds, which everyone was aware of, right? Mm -hmm. But in 1990, Rita created another account at the same bank with the other city accounts and named it Reserve Sewer Capital Development Account. R-S-C-D-A. So it appeared to just be an additional city account. Mm -hmm. But Rita was the only signer. How she managed to fund this account was she created fake invoices and she would bill the legit accounts. She would then move the money into this secret account by writing a check made out to treasurer which was her. But if people ever saw it, they would assume it was the Illinois state treasurer. You know, you're right. She was writing checks for like tax purposes. Okay. So from that point, she wrote personal checks out of the account, the RSCDA account to whatever. It's actually, it's not all that complicated what she actually did. It doesn't sound got like away it. with. Yeah. For so long. Rita committed this act 179 times. These invoices she created, by the way, were nothing special. They're like Word documents that were missing company logos and phone numbers. But no one ever questioned Rita. The city is actually also required to be audited every single year by a private company and They performed the audits, and this company is one of the top 10 auditing 
companies in the country. But none of the auditors thought twice about anything Rita submitted. I mean, I think it helped that people really liked Rita at the city, so they weren't likely to question her. No, and she's worked there for 20-something years. Like, yeah. When did she start doing this? How many years in, I wonder? She started in 1990. She started working for the city in 1978, I think. So she didn't even start for 12 years? What is that, 12 years? Well, she didn't have the, she didn't have, she wasn't high enough up. She started as a secretary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the obvious lesson is, I mean, you can't have just one person in charge of all the money. Man, she... But that happens a lot, I think, in small towns. I I mean, Dixon's only 15,000 people. I can't even imagine thinking to do something like this. Like, where in your mind are you, like, your secretary, and then you get to be controller, and you're like, man, I can... I I mean, I think it gets the best of people. You just have to have, no matter how much you trust someone, you have to have multiple signers and checks and balances to keep people honest. For sure. Yeah. Okay. So a woman named Kath Swanson worked under Rita and she was responsible for submitting a treasurer's report and she needed some of the city bank statements to do so. Now, Per Rita's instructions, she would usually call the bank and always ask for the specific statements she needed. But on this particular day, Rita was out of town and Kath thought, shoots, I'm not going to all that trouble and ask for specifics. I'm just going to go ahead, tell the bank, send them all over to me. Mm-hmm. Well, that resulted in Kath getting her eyes on the statement for the R. SCDA account, which also was listed as care of Rita Crundwell. (laughs) And she was so what is this? I never saw that before. That's right. Mm -hmm. So she was not familiar with this account, which raised red flags immediately to her. And so, you know, she opened it and found deposits for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Kath could not think of any logical reason for the city funds to end up in an account that she didn't account for. That was kind of her business. And we're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars, which was bad enough. She never dreamed that she was about to blow the whistle on the embezzlement of over $53 million. God, This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks, Astapro, for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy-suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E. 
P-R-O, allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster pro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm, I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is, It starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences, and then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. Our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. After a couple days of thinking about how she was going to handle ratting out Rita, who she had worked for for years and she liked she decided to tell the mayor. Mayor Burke had been the mayor of Dixon for like 16 years, and he liked Rita too. Mm -hmm. When Kath showed him the statements, his initial reaction was there must be a reason for this, and he didn't want to outright accuse Rita of anything unless he was 100% sure she was guilty. I agree with that. Yes, I think the mayor handled it very appropriately. He made a pact with Kath to keep it between the two of them and take the evidence to the FBI and let them figure it out. The FBI told them, yeah, you've got yourself one shady city comptroller, but we're going to need to do some investigating to see who else knows about this and maybe a part of Rita's scam. So for six months, Kath and the mayor kept the ongoing investigation to themselves, like not even telling their families or anything. And they kept exchanging pleasantries with Rita on the days she came into work, all the while slipping the FBI any documents they requested on the side. Over those six months, they watched Rita transfer $1.5 million to herself. So, you know, it killed them to go about, you know, business as usual. Oh, my God. I know. Could you imagine walking in Oh, my God. I would have had diarrhea every day if I was Kath. Yeah. Like, it would have killed me. Yeah. So, the FBI never found any evidence that Rita hadn't acted alone, but this does perplex me 
Because it seems to me Rita's longtime boyfriend, the one who was storing a bunch of her horses, Mm -hmm. would have had to have known there was something unusual, Bella, about how Rita made her money. People say he was always with her, um, you know, on the horse circuit, and the two threw extravagant parties. But And he knew that she was the controller. I mean, don't you think he would have to know that? Uh, I mean, I guess. So I guess she could just have said it's from family money. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just have this job because I like it. You know, there there are people like Yeah, that, I'm not saying you know? he was in on it, but it just, I am very curious as to know how all these what? people didn't. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious okay. to know, what did she say to him? Like, what did she like, say to him? You're dr- and, and does he know she's driving this Humpty Dumpty truck over to the job and wearing, you know, brown I don't slacks? know. I imagine. I don't I don't know. He also owned his own horse ranch. So he knows like the ins and outs of the business. I would just think he might wonder how come the breeding and selling of quarter horses wasn't as lucrative for him. Right. He's. <laughs> I mean, hello. Or maybe How... she was just funding his lifestyle. And so he didn't give a damn if where the money was coming from, just right? as long as like it was going. He's like, all I know is way. my booze a baller. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, maybe. Sometimes you don't ask questions. I mean, I think a lot of women do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You may you you have a point. Okay, but so then there was her family. I mean, they certainly knew that she didn't come from Campbell Soup money. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rita owned 20% of the family business, which raises show cattle. She okay. lived on the six acre farm that she grew up on, but like she had completely remodeled it I'm sure. and in addition to that she owned an 80 acre property with a 20,000 square foot barn and horse stables that her family leased part of from her she also owned a fat pad in florida i just can't help but wonder when they saw her two million dollar rv why they didn't wonder oh my how gosh. did she acquire that with her 20% of the business and her city comptroller job. I just think I don't it's a know. little sus. Okay, but they've never been tied to it. So, I mean, it's pure speculation. I None think it's called Rita's, the da- don't ask, don't tell kind of thing. I guess, right. They've never been named as, you know, co-conspirators or anything like that. Okay. Yeah, so you're right. Maybe people just don't, you know, go about biting the hand that's feeding them. Maybe she told them she won the lottery. Maybe she told them she was also working as a cam girl. I mean, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the first we'll never know, girl. I don't think. Okay. <laughs> so on April 17th, 2012, Rita went into work at the city like it was any other day. But when the mayor asked her to come chat in his office, he left her to explain herself to the FBI agents. She spilled her guts for about an hour and a half before asking for an attorney. Oh, wow, Rita. You do not Rita. listen to the true crime. 
No, she doesn't. She told them she might be responsible for misappropriating around $10 million. At that point, they had estimated $30 million. They figured out the final $53 million number after they raided her house and found her own carefully kept record of all her fraudulent transactions. Oh, Rita. Rita, Rita, Rita. You don't keep that shit in writing. I don't even know if it matters between like 10 and 53 million anyways. I mean, it's it's so bad, right? Yeah. When Rita was charged and it made the news, the townspeople were shocked. For one, they couldn't imagine that their little town even had that much money to steal. Well, they're like, that is all our money. We're our tax paying money, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those price holes are not getting filled. Exactly. They weren't getting filled. (laughs) The price the city had paid over the years as a result of Rita's greed is really sad. The city was in debt. Streets and infrastructure went unrepaired. People lost jobs. And the town should have been thriving, like the neighboring town that had like a similar demographic and population and income. They always had a surplus of money to put back into the community. No one could figure out why, you know, Dixon didn't. 53 million bucks is a lot of money. Yeah, especially in a town of 15,000. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So... People did not just blame Rita when they learned the details. They were like, what the hell, City of Dixon? Are y'all blind? They had some questions for the bank as well. Like when someone writes a check for a $2 million RV out of a city account, y'all don't think that's sus? I think it is. I would think so. I would think that a couple of people get eyes on $2 million checks. I mean, you should. $2 million is a lot of money. Right? To come out at one time. To come out anytime. But I mean, you You would think that would get eyes on people in just a regular account. But a city account. Yeah. You would think, like, say you're working at the local bank. Wouldn't you think like, wow, I can't wait to see this City of Dixon wrapped fancy AF (laughs) RV roll around town, you know? I cannot even imagine spending $2 million on an RV, period. I mean, look pretty awesome. Dude, I I have seen those ones, you know, on cribs or whatever. But you only spend so much time. I mean, I guess if you lived in it, but even then it's like you could buy a freaking amazing house for 2 million bucks. Or a boat. I love the boats. Uh, yeah. Like a live on boat, like a Yeah. Yeah. Like a yacht. Yeah. I'd rather live on a boat than an RV. Oh. Yeah. Man. Well, I, Yeah. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, they also had questions for the auditors, like how have you not managed to verify millions of dollars yes, in tell invoices us that. that are basically just a word document with no logos on them? That seems a little bananas. It does. Okay. So, I mean, everybody is kind of being looked at right now. So Rita was able to bond out for only $4,500. What? 
Well, her accounts were frozen, and I guess the judge didn't deem her a flight risk. Dude, I would, like, think she would be out the door to her house in Mexico that she might have bought. <laughs> if she was, yeah, if she was in, smart. In hopes. Yeah. Well, before she had even begun to negotiate her plea, she agreed to a forfeiture of all her horses. Mm. It costs about $200,000 a month to care for them. I knew it. And that the marshals so were picking up the bill, money. right? So they needed those own, those horses to have new owners ASAP. Yeah. The sale of the horses brought in around $5 million. And when eventually Rita's assets were liquidated and her belongings were auctioned off, the total was around $10 million, which... I mean, I'm thinking some people at the auction really scored. Yeah. I mean, where I wonder where her house in Florida was. What kind of house that was. I don't know. But I mean, I think, I mean, I'm thinking when I'm old and, you know, retired, maybe I'm going to be one of those auction people. I'm gonna oh, go around to the auction. To go to them? Yeah. So my, I don't have the time now. My uncle went to an auction and... He used to buy containers, like storage units, okay? Mm-hmm. And the people just didn't, they didn't pay it's for like him. the whole show on that, on a and Oh, yes, I know, but this is way before that. But yes, okay. so he, dude, he like one time got all this art and wanted like oh. real art. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I love that. Okay. So anyways... Someday, I'm going to get my auction on. Yeah. Okay, so the $10 million they recouped from her assets, you know, at that point, just covered the debts the city currently owed. And the lawyer fees they also owed because the city decided to sue the auditors and the bank for not doing their due diligence. And did they lose? The city didn't want to take all the heat. Yeah. No, they settled for $30 million. <gasps> wow, no way. So all in all, they basically recouped $20 million of the $53 million. Listen, I think that's pretty good. It doesn't suck. But also, you know, they raised the point that when she was taking these millions of dollars in like 1992, those dollars would have gone a lot further then. So the figure is even more than 53 million yeah but it's better than i think what's gonna happen with the tom girardi case erica jane they're gonna get zero they have nothing don't even like we're gonna have to talk about her more on patreon but don't even get me started yeah i can't believe people are still feeling sorry for her no give me a break oh my god and her the latest is she is so upset over she thinks that the worst thing ever is that people think her divorce from him is a scam it's like Get it is. an effing clue. Who cares if people think that your divorce is a scam? That is the least of your problems, Erica. The problem is people lost their children, their spouses. They are, they need medical help for the rest of their life. And you took their money. That is a much bigger deal than anyone having anything to say about your divorce. Yeah. You are a bad person. Who cares anyways, like what people think, right? It's like 
she is a bad person. She's a croc. She is with the crocodile tears, and it all seems so calculated to me. Oh, I, don't I saw feel that. A bit. I do not feel a bit sorry for her. No, not buying it, Erica Jane. Okay, back to the story. Rita pled guilty and was sentenced to 19 years in federal prison and was ordered to pay $106 million in restitution. They came up with that figure because she stole $53 million and then they said, we're going to double it. Okay. But she doesn't have any money and she's in jail, so she's not actually going to pay it. That's right. She will be 76 when her release date in 2029 comes up. There is no current mugshot of her available at the Pekin prison site, which is a bummer because I would love to get a current look at her. Mm -hmm. Okay, now let me tell you a couple of additional interesting things that I came across about what the fallout of all this was for her boyfriend and her family. So in 2015, the government learned of a storage unit that Rita's boyfriend had with some of her stuff still in it, which was all supposed to have been seized. Okay. Okay. So they went ahead and seized it. So her boyfriend then tried to sue the government for the $3,600 that he had paid in storage fees for his lady friend's things. And then he tacked on another $362 because he said he had checked up on the things and that he wanted to be reimbursed for the gas mileage oh he had God. incurred you while are doing me. so. <laughs> no. Come on. Can you believe that? No, I can't believe that. And I can't even imagine ever thinking that that was something you could do ever. That is ballsy. I know. I mean, you know, he had a couple of trinkets left over from the days when Rita was oh, 100%. a baller. Yeah. Right. And he had benefited likely. You think you'd want to be a little more low under the radar especially he's still got a horse ranch business it's like whenever you put this out there then it's like oh yeah you were linked to this you know yeah fraud chick did the people dirty yeah well okay the judge dismissed his claim but yeah i mean jim mckiltick got some balls yeah he does Okay, he has repeatedly declined to comment as to whether or not him and Rita are still an item. I found him on Facebook. He appears to still be single. Okay, so he's probably still with her, waiting. Maybe, I don't know. Eight more years. Can she get out early? No. No. It's It's not looking good. Okay. So then there's the matter of her family. Rita was one of six kids, by the way. So when Rita got locked up, they didn't just let Rita's family keep Rita's share of the family business. Her family had to pay the government $665,000 for her share. I mean, that's something you don't think about. 20% of the business? Yeah. 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 Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. 
So her nephew was approved for a bank loan to buy her 80-acre pristine horse facility for his show cattle business for $1.1 million at auction. Mm -hmm. He said he has spoken to Rita, and she's fine, but says he was shown no favoritism when he bought the property at the auction. This is why I really like question, like, how much did y'all know? I mean, you would think they might want to distance themselves from Rita's reputation and the ranch. I mean, there's a lot of property out there. Yeah. And if they, yeah. Especially if you have $1.1 million to spend. But I mean, I guess not. I also found that until 2016, Miss Rita was still earning about $15,000 a year annually from breeding rights to her horses until the government stepped in and <laughs> took figured out how to get their hands on that money. Yeah. I don't know who had been collecting the money from 2012 to 2016. But. Mm, but I, somebody was, right? In May 2020, Rita appealed the courts to release her early due to COVID. Mayor Burke wrote an impact statement to combat her appeal, saying that her ego-driven, over-the-top lifestyle is indefensible while she sat by and watched city employees go years without raises and the budgets being slashed. I read the whole letter. It was good. Her appeal was denied. The city of Dixon has a new mayor. The position pays $9,600 a year, right? Yeah. God. That's the thing is so that, you know, everybody is people. so mad at the like the city council and the mayor and all these people. But all these people, I mean, being the city council person in these small towns, is basically charity. I mean, yeah. most of them make like $3,000 a year for doing it. They all have their own businesses or jobs. So they're not keeping tabs. Just on like the city being controller. on the board of something. Right. Right. Yeah. Miss Kath, the whistleblower, mm-hmm. retired in 2016. So that's what everybody's up to. I mean, that's a WAP. Wow. Good case, Gretchy. I like it. Yeah, I don't think a listener has ever suggested a fraud case before. I and I love a good fraud. Me we both too. do. Yeah. So people, seriously, keep them if coming. You know some you, fraudsters. Good frauds. We love yeah. them. Yeah. We really do. We also really like when you guys tell your friends about us. So last week we asked you to tell a friend. And if you didn't um, or you want to tell another friend, please text them right now and say, hey, listen to Housewives of True Crime. I bet you, well, you will like it. And then, you know what is good? Then you guys can talk so to shameless. each other, <laughs> of, others about us. Gretchen hates doing this shit, but you know what? <laughs> She likes okay. when we somebody's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> likes when we get new listeners. True. Yeah. So, you guys, also what I'm saying is like Gretchen and I mm-hmm. listen to something, watch TV, then we call each other and talk about it. It gives like friendships something to talk about. Just saying. 
Not that Gretchen likes to talk on the phone to anybody but me. <laughs> yeah, that's <Do> true. <laughs> I really like hate talking on the phone. And people are always like, yeah, but you talk to Tabitha. I'm like, yeah, but... Tabitha and I are like in it so deep that she doesn't I I don't care if I have to like yell at my kids in front of her or like go pee or like anything like it doesn't. I'll be like ordering matter. a Starbucks. I don't even have to tell Gretchen, hold on or put it on me. Yeah, I'll I just, just like I got wait. this. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, let me give you some shout outs to Audrey Capo. Thank you so much. Gretchen, I did your thing. I put my stuff in a podcast folder. Aren't they so good? Good job. Military murder girl. She's um did something real cute for us. We've gotten a lot of good um good cases from you well, guys. Listen, if you're in the military, military murder girl, thank you for your service. Yes. The Heather Ashley, thank you for shouting us out. Somehow Jerry Gibson, thank you. You guys, um, Gretchen gave me this really good idea to put all these things in a folder. Gail McKenzie, thank you. But Thanks, Gail. Um, I must have messed up because all I see here, like, I see a birthday party invitation for my son. <laughs> Not so good. Gretchen's pounding her head on to her microphone right now mm-hmm. because it's not that complicated. Dude, obviously is more complicated than I had anticipated. Um, you guys, the cicadas at my house are are dying. Um, are they dying at your house? If you have them, if you're in Texas, you for sure do. <laughs> I actually am pretty impressed that you say that word cicada. Why? And you don't say it all like stupid. Like it sounds like a smart. It sounds like word. a smart word. You're like a biologist since you moved to Texas. I sent Gretchen some pictures. I'll post them. Um, what they do I'm sure they're is waiting with bated breath. They're falling out of the tree and then they have like it's a It's disgusting. <laughs> so Gretchen, it's disgusting. <laughs> and Gretchen thinks it's, well, it, it's a good, it's like, it's kind of the circle of life. I show you the shell and then I showed you the actual bug that comes out of its shell and then flies up into the tree. I'm not curious, by the way. She just sends me this shit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I could send you some other stuff, too, if you want. No, it's fine. I will anyways. Yeah. By the way, let me tell you something really quickly, mm-hmm. which I would just tell you on the phone, but everybody else wants to hear. I'm getting some yard work done, and so I had to park in front of my neighbor's house, right? The mail person put a note in her mailbox that said, move your car. This is not Texas friendly, first of all. You know what? I hate neighbors like that. Here, Here's the thing. No, no, no. The mail person put it. The like, mailman wouldn't deliver her mail. Put a note that said, move your car. No. So she sends me a picture and it's like, hey, I think you're parking in front, you know, like we have a little street, da da da. Your workers, da da da. Like your mail's not coming. I'm like, dude, if the mail it's a public street, can, and if the mail person can stick a piece of paper in your mailbox, I'm not. Then they blocking, can get out yes. and whatever deliver your mail. Yeah, I think I had that shit happen when we were living. We lived in a um, 
a place closer to the beach before this. Very crowded. My husband was in a bad mood perpetually because parking was always a situation where we lived. So you're lucky to park anywhere, let alone like, I mean, if you get to park in front of your house, like you're going to park in front of your house. That's how it is. Right. And the male person was like, I don't appreciate you guys parking in front of your house. What? Yeah. Because I have to get out of my car to go to your mailbox. And I was like, tough tits. Okay. I mean, it is what it is. I'm a compassionate person. But isn't like, isn't that kind of like, I really appreciate the postal workers. I do. But I would think that one of the benefits of being a postal worker is to get all your fucking steps in. By the way, I'm just helping. sometimes I see the postal workers that actually just like push the cart. You know, there's like there's still people that do that. And I think it's because they do want their steps. You know, I think it would be a nice job. I think so, too. But unless you're afraid of dogs or something, then I mean, that seems bad. I do have a friend that is like married to a postal worker and her husband is bitten by dogs like three times. No way. Yeah. Sucks. Nice. He's like super cool about it, but it's like. Damn. I would I would carry dog mace or something. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You all. Um, hopefully all right. everybody had a fabulous weekend. We are just starting ours. So hopefully I have a fabulous weekend on the craps table. I'm going to go get we'll, some we'll a me. hormone pellet stuck in my ass. So I'll talk about <laughs> oh it God. a lot. On Patreon, if anyone is interested. Oh my God. Wait, are you going today? Yeah. Do they stick it in your ass? No. I think so. I, think I don't they think they stick, stick, it, stick up it up your, your like, butthole, but they, no, they don't even do that. They like cut your butt and they what? like have to stitch it up. No freaking way. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait to hear all about mm-hmm. it on Patreon. Uh, follow us on Housewives of True Crime Instagram, Housewives of True Crime Group on Facebook. But listen to us on Patreon if you want to hear more about Gretchen's ass. Uh, yeah, clink, clink. Totally. Okay, clink, <laughs> clink. clink.